0: okay um i call this meeting to order at five eleven p.m staff can you please take a roll call
1: uh yes uh chair zhang present uh vice
2: chair oswald okay. not present uh commissioner tanaka present. um commissioner aliado pierre okay not present uh Commissioner Zhu. Present. 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 Commissioner Listana. Not present. Commissioner Fret. Not currently present. Uh, Commissioner Oyagata. Yeah. Okay, present. Uh, Commissioner uh Pimentel. Um present. Present. present, Commissioner Nguyen. I don't see them on. Uh, Commissioner Santos. Okay, not present. Uh, Commissioner Shaw. Present. Commissioner Barker-Plummer. Present. Okay, Commissioner uh, Karubig. Okay not present,
1: Commissioner Love not present, and then Commissioner hum present okay, uh madam chair, uh you have form thank you, staff. um, as for
0: these absences, um do we have a note of how many people let us know before
2: seventy two hours? I believe. I don't know if any of them have. Like gave 72 hours notice. Um so that being said, we can move past the like excusing
0: or unexcusing absences, I believe. Um okay, so I'm just trying to find my place on the agenda. Madam Clerk, can you please call item two?
1: Yes, Um, so item 2 is communications. The minutes will reflect that the youth commission participated in this meeting remotely through video conference to the same extent as though physically present. The commission recognizes that the public access to city services is essential and invites the public participation in the following ways. First, public comment will be available on each item. On this agenda, comments or opportunities to speak during the public comment period are available via. Phone call by calling four one five six five five zero 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 one, meeting ID two four nine two zero five one six three five zero, then um, pound and then pound again, or you can use us online through WebEx system. When connected, you will hear the meeting discussions, but you will also be muted and list in listening mode only. When your item of interest comes up please dial star three to be added to the speaker line if you have called in or if you are joining us via webex you may also raise your hand in the app alternatively you may submit public comment in writing in either of the following ways email them to the youth commission at youthcom at sfgov.org if you submit public comment via email it will be forwarded to the commissioners and will be included as part of the official file you may also send your written comments via us postal service to our office in city hall, one drive called or Dr. Carlton, B. Goodlit, place room 345 San Francisco, California, 95102. That concludes my communications. Thank you staff. Can you please call item 3? Item number 3 is approval of the agenda members of the public who wish to provide public comment on this matter should press. Star three now, or if you are joining us via WebEx, you should raise your hand in the app, your queue to begin. Your comments will be you have been unmuted if you have called in or you will hear two beeps if you join the meeting via WebEx. Um, Commissioners,
0: take this time to look over today's agenda. As a reminder to schedule items on the agenda, please contact either staff or any member of the executive committee to agendize an item. is there any public comment on this item for the agenda? seeing none public comment
2: is now closed um is there a motion on the table to approve the agenda?
3: Kno a motion to approve
4: second
2: Thank you. Um Commissioner Tanaka motions to
0: approve the agenda seconded by Commissioner Barker Plummer. Um, we can now take a vote on the approval of the agenda. Staff, can you please take a roll call vote?
3: Really quick, I don't know if we have quorum. Sorry, I've like double and triple checked now. And it looks like we have an eight present and nine absent or nine not present.
1: Oops. Someone
4: dropped
1: off. Yeah, I thought I, I counted dying too. Hold on, let
4: me back. Was Emily here and then she dropped off, possibly, or commissioner? Oh, I'm
2: here, I'm oh. here now. Sorry. Oh, I, oh okay. I Never mind. Then <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, present. Sorry about we go. Um, okay. So commissioner Tanaka. Aye. Commissioner Tanaka. Aye. Uh, commissioner Xu. Not. Okay. Um,
1: Commissioner Zu. Um, I. Commissioner Rutt. They on? no, they're not on. Okay, sorry. Uh, Commissioner Um Oyagata. Okay, Commissioner Oyagata.
2: I. Commissioner Pimentel. Aye.
1: Okay, Commissioner Pimentel aye. Commissioner Newin, Aye. Okay, Commissioner Newin, Aye. Commissioner Santos. Are they on? Okay, they're not on. Um, um Commissioner Shaw. Aye. Commissioner Shaw, I. Commissioner Barker Plummer? Aye. Commissioner Barker Plummer I. And uh Commissioner Hum, Aye. Okay, Commissioner Hum. I, and then choosing i choosing I, so there
2: are one two, three, four. Seven.
1: okay, there's nine eyes and zero nos, Thank you, staff. This item has passed. Can you please call item four? yes, so um. Item number 4 is approval of the minutes for the May 16, 2022 full commission meeting members of the public who wish to provide public comment on this matter should press star 3 now, or if you're joining us via Webex, you should raise your hand in the app. You're queued to begin your comments will be you have been unmuted if you have called in, or we'll hear 2 beeps if you join the meeting via Webex. Thank you um, this is the
0: time to review the minutes from. The last full youth commission meeting. Um, as a reminder, the expectation is that we look over to these prior. Um, is there any public comment on this item of the agenda? Seeing no public comment, public comment is now closed. Um, is there a motion on this item to
2: approve the minutes?: Hi Commissioner Shaw, move to approve the minutes. Second think, motion, Commissioner. Thank you. Um Commissioner
0: Shaw motions to approve the minutes. And then I think I heard Commissioner Tanaka first. So Commissioner Tanaka motions to second that motion.
1: Um staff, can we please take a roll call vote? Yes. Uh Commissioner Tanaka. Aye. Commissioner Tanaka, aye. Commissioner Zhu.
2: Aye. Commissioner Zhu, aye. Uh Commissioner Oyagata. Aye.
1: Commissioner Oyagata, aye. Uh Commissioner Pimentel. Aye. Commissioner Pimentel aye. Um Commissioner Newan.
2: Aye. Commissioner Newen, aye. Uh Commissioner Commissioner Shaw. Aye.
1: Commissioner Shaw, aye. Commissioner Barker Plummer. Aye. Commissioner Barker Plummer Aye. Commissioner Hum? Aye. Commissioner Hum I and then Chair Zhang. Aye. Chair Zhang, I. So there are nine eyes and then zero no's. Thank
0: you. Staff, um, can you please call item five? Yeah,
1: so um, item number five is general public comment for matters under the jurisdiction of the executive committee, but not on today's agenda. Members of the public comment who wish to provide public comment on this matter should press star three now, or if you're joining us via WebEx, you should raise your hand in the app. Your cue to begin your comments will be you have been unmuted if you have called in or will hear two beeps if you joined the meeting via WebEx. Madam, um, is there any?
5: There's no public commenters.
1: Okay. Um, Madam chair, there's um, no speakers. Thank you okay. a quick question. Um, I
0: did receive public comment via email. Um, I was wondering if now would be the appropriate time to share it, or if I would just forward it in an email and have that included in.
2: the minute.
5: Public comment cannot be taken from somebody who is not in attendance, so it would be more appropriate to go ahead and email it to all the commissioners. Noted. Okay, thank you. Um,
0: seeing no more public comment, public comment is now closed Staff, Can you please call item 6?
4: Sure, yeah, I don't know if you can, if you can do this, but if you can, can you email it ahead of. Presumably the
2: item that it is on.
4: Are you able to do oh, yeah, we're doing it now, so we can read it ahead of voting.
0: um, yeah, the email wasn't on like a specific item on today's agenda though it's like
4: okay, then that's' it's fine. related
0: to like bike sharing something
4: okay, that's cool
1: mm-hmm.
4: great of course. Thank you. No problem, no problem. Uh,
1: item number six is the resolution calling for an increase in mental health services for youth um so.
0: Today, we have the district 7 youth council here to present on this matter. Um, they have spent some time working on a resolution, um, and I will let them take the floor to yeah, describe it, present it and then we. Will vote on it
2: after, um. Yeah, take it away.
6: All right. Hello, everyone. I hope you guys can hear me clearly. This is my first time using WebEx, but um, again, hello, everyone. Thank you all so much for joining us this evening and for your time. My name is Jason Fong and I'm an advisor for the district seven youth council, the district seven youth council is a youth leadership group comprised of high school students, similar to the youth commission. Uh, the council was designed with the mission of adding more youth voice and advocacy into the D seven office and was originally founded by Norman Yi and continued with the support of supervisor. Muna Melgar, the council is based in district seven and every year the council works with community members to complete a project. In past years, we have implemented little libraries, which are tiny wooden boxes with books scattered around D7 to promote literacy. We have also worked to support the vote 16 campaign and plant trees to raise awareness and combat climate change. This year we are focusing on mental health and here is our resolution calling for an increase in mental health services for our community.
7: Hi, thanks, um, Jason, for that introduction. My name is Jin. I'm a member of the District Youth Council. Um, This is my 1st year on the council. I, use he him pronouns and I go to the urban school of San Francisco. And bear with me for um, the reading of a resolution. Whereas young people in San Francisco have faced new and complex challenges during the pandemic, including online school. Lack of socializing, health related anxieties, and personal challenges which affect their mental well being. And whereas, according to the U.S. Surgeon General's 2021 advisory report, nationwide emergency room visits concerning suspected suicide attempts rose by 51% in adolescent girls and 4% in adolescent boys in 2021 relative to 2019, suggesting that the pandemic is responsible for this increase. And whereas, Mental health related emergency room visits among adolescents ranging from 12 to 17 years of age, increased by 31% when comparing 2020 to the previous year. And whereas, according to science direct mental health disorders developed during 12 to 24 years of age, and whereas in a survey conducted between. 2017 and 2019 kids data found that 30.2% of black SFUSD students. In grades 7, 9 and 11 experienced depression related feelings along with 29.7% of Hispanic Latino students and 22.4 of Asian students. These percentages have only increased as a result of the pandemic and whereas results of an analysis of young people found that 47.8% perceived stigma as a main barrier to accessing mental health services. And whereas, according to the results from a 2009 to 2019 survey conducted by the CDC, youth struggling with depression are more likely to exhibit suicidal behavior, drop out of school, use alcohol or drugs, and engage in unsafe sexual activity, in addition to having difficulties with school and relationships. And whereas the National Academies report cites surveys finding that the dropout rate for students with diagnosed mental health problems ranges from 43% to as high as 86%, and whereas mental illness can negatively impact family life, personal happiness, acceptance of civic responsibility, and completion of one's education. And whereas, according to NPR, nearly a quarter of fatal police encounters followed calls about disruptive behavior directly tied to a person's mental health illness demonstrating an important need for alternative policing solutions in response to mental health calls. And whereas the Youth Commission has historically supported legislation urging mental health care be extended to young people in San Francisco, now therefore be it resolved that DCYF increases funding to CBOs that employ school-based mental health counselors so that there are at least two full-time therapists employed on all public high school campuses any given time and be it further resolved the youth commission urges sfusd to utilize mental health professionals to provide workshops for students about mental health and be it further resolved that sfusd should create a mental health awareness campaign with the goal of decreasing stigma around mental health and increasing the outreach and capacity for all wellness centers in high schools and be it further resolved that mental health counselors employed by wellness centers, in SFUSD high schools host additional counseling groups as a way to increase therapeutic capacity and access to services, and be it further resolved that all service providers, wellness centers, governing agencies, and relevant authorities that address youth mental health foreground, the intersectionality of mental health and race in their work, and be it further resolved that the San Francisco Department of Public Health, uses their resources and connections to conduct outreach for youth struggling with mental health challenges and be it further resolved that mayor london breed supports the following san francisco police department clauses in regards to mental health and be it further resolved that mayor london breed and the board of supervisors deprioritize funding for police responses to mental health calls and instead prioritize funding for policing alternatives To caring for people in mental health crises and be it further resolved that the San Francisco Police Department avoids a response um, to a young person in a mental health crisis and that better suited mental health personnel are the first to be are the first to be dispatched instead and be it further resolved that the San Francisco Police Department receives additional training and de-escalation tactics when responding to a mental health crisis. So that's our resolution, um, and before uh, we go on, I just want to highlight a few points from our resolution that we wanted to focus on and that felt important to us. Um, uh, one, for example, is if you look down at the further resolved clauses, um, talking about wellness centers and SFUSD, uh, we think that wellness centers, especially in schools and having therapists successful in schools is something that's really important to us because we know that after the pandemic, mental health accessibility has only decreased. Um, And we also know that students um, during the pandemic have been facing anxiety, more depression, especially over Zoom school, a lack of socializing can lead to a a more stressful environment. Um, But we think that school should be a safe environment to seek mental health services. Um, And one of the reasons actually why we chose this mental health resolution is because that we, as a commission, we as a council, um, looked at our peers and looked at ourselves, and we realized that this is a really important problem and issue to us, um, because it's deeply personal to us. Because we've had friends, we've had family members uh, face mental health issues, especially during the pandemic. We also want to highlight that we know that people of color, LGBT, and the LGBT community struggle with mental health challenges disproportionately, and we want to make sure. That we can do everything we can and provide necessary resources to support them, um, and especially utilizing you, the Youth Commission, and also um, uh, also CART to help uh, our LGBTQ and uh, youth of color um, with their mental health. Um, again, we also want to just recognize that the Youth Commission shares visions with CART, um, and we think that uh, is going to be something that we really want to work on. It's also important that people don't feel stigmatized when getting a response to a mental health crisis. Um, So, social political attitude has changed um, a lot in the past 20, 40 or 50 years and policing isn't really the necessary. We believe policing isn't really the necessary. Response to someone facing a mental health crisis, because we did find research that does show that a police response to someone facing a mental health crisis is stigmatizing. Um, and can lead to a further crisis uh, among the person. And I'll turn it back to Jason or Jules.
2: Thank you.
3: Hi, this is Jules. Um, apologies. I'm calling in from the uh, car right now. I'm coming back from a work trip. Um, but just wanted to say, uh, thank you to the Youth commission. Uh, thanks to Jason and Jen for presenting this. Um, I don't think I have anything else unless Jason wants to add meeting. Um, so if that if not, uh, we can turn it back to these
2: commission. Thank you so much to the district 7 youth council for your presentation. Um, I
0: just want to clarify that you said to turn it back to the commission. I did not quite
2: catch that last part. just want to double check. Oh,
7: yeah, sorry. Oh. I.
2: Oh. No, go ahead. Okay.
7: Yes, sorry, no. Uh,
2: okay. I don't know
0: if it said I don't know, Jules, if you said turn it back to Jin or to the Youth Commission. So just want to double check.
3: Oh yeah, sorry. Um feel free to like continue with the um the meeting and and things. Um I think our presentation is complete at this point. Right?
0: Great. Um, Thank you so much, yes, for all the time that you've put into this um, thorough resolution um, and for spending your time presenting. I know that there have been little hiccups in the past meeting with getting y'all on the agenda. So I appreciate your patience. Um, So at this time, commissioners, um, if you have any questions or comments on the mental health services resolution from the D7 Youth Council, um, please unmute
2: and
1: feel free.
4: Um, I'll just say, I know at the beginning of our term, we sort of did some group brainstorming and mental health is one of the issues that consistently consistently, um, came up and I also appreciate um that you all in this resolution and in your presentation have recognized um that it disproportionately falls on um youth of color and queer youth. Um and I definitely see that within my community as well um as a queer young person in San Francisco. So thank you and I am grateful for your introduction of this resolution and uh will be supporting it.
2: Um, yeah, um, I will... go ahead. Commissioner Wade, oh, go ahead.
8: Okay. Yeah, I was just gonna say, um, like you and I also appreciate your mention of you the color. And I also think that, um, the items in the resolution were very action oriented and they were very specific as well. So, like you and I really appreciate
2: all the work that you guys did on it. And um, thank you so much for working on such an important topic.
9: Um, yeah, um, just kind of tying in and tagging on to what you and Emily had already said. Um, thank you all so much for writing this resolution. um as you're as we already know, mental health has been very prevalent and on the uh, very much at the forefront of a lot of people's minds these past couple years. And so the fact that you all brought this up is very encouraging. And so thank you all again for that. Um, I have a question I'm kind of tying off. Uh, I really appreciate you all mentioning specifically the intersections with race um, and, and gender and all those intersections that come with one's identity and background. And I'm curious to know, too, um, the importance that you all weigh Um, on the counselors themselves having diverse backgrounds Um, for students uh, who, you know, kind of helps to talk to somebody who kind of relates to you, you know, with like similar background and identity. So I'm just curious to know what you weigh on the diversity of counselors um, as well.
2: Um, Yeah, I
7: can take this one. Um, so, of course, uh, in our resolution, we did mention that, um, we know, people of color and LGBTQ youth struggle disproportionately with mental health and we do 100% agree with you. Um, and we did consider the fact that, um, counselors, do need to be from a diverse range of backgrounds in order for them to better relate um, to the youth that they're talking to and to support them better? Um, we know that if we have, um. Counselors that are not from a diverse range of background, um, it's harder to relate to the youth that they're supposed to be serving and that can um, unfortunately may lead to an increase um, uh, and. An increase in more mental health issues, because then the youth won't be getting the proper service that they need because they can't find someone that they can relate to. And we know that in in therapy. um, And I think in terms of talking to someone, it always helps to have someone to relate to and. If you've ever been in a conversation where you feel like the person you're talking to is so different from you, or they can't understand what you're saying because they don't know the background you're coming from, I'm sure you can remember that feeling and how frustrating that feeling is. And what we're trying to do is prevent that and make sure that diversity um, is is, um, paramount and um, of importance in our resolution and in terms of the entire mental health Issue at large diversity is 1 of the most important aspects.
9: Great, thank you.
2: I have a question for
0: y'all and it's like, out of all the topics that you could have worked on, like, why
2: did you choose or how did you choose mental health um, specifically? Like, how did you land on that topic?
7: Jason, do you want to take this one?
6: Yeah, I can. So um, every year, like I mentioned before, every year, the council works on a spring project. And uh, this year we went through the same process of like coming together, gathering ideas, getting our minds together and thinking of what problems we see in our community. And usually this process takes about week, two weeks, three weeks even, but this year it was really quick. We decided that mental health was a big problem that we all faced, uh, especially some of the council members. And we knew we needed to do something about it. So it was a matter of, I believe like minutes, we were able to decide that we were gonna work on mental health and our next course of action then was to just figure out how we wanted to make change in the field of mental health and youth in San Francisco.
7: And just to add on to that, um, it was really about for us when we wanted to choose what topic we wanted to work on for us it was really about looking at our peers and looking at ourselves and what. We shared in common in terms of things affecting us as youth, and we found mental health to be the most prominent.
2: Thank you for answering me. Go ahead. Sorry,
8: I don't want to cut anyone off, but I did have another question. Um, so, I was wondering about the workshops that you urged the mental health professionals to provide. If you were hoping those, if you, if you were hoping for those to be more educational or more social
2: emotional, like what what would be the outcomes of those workshops?
6: Yeah. So you were, uh, asking about the outcomes of the workshops. Is that correct?
8: Yeah. Like, would you want them to be more education focused, like teaching students about mental health or would, would it be more social and emotional, like teaching them about their own identities and how that relates to their mental health or like, um, have it be more interactive?
6: Yeah, I guess it really depends on the situation. and Whatever is more needed in that case. Um, I'm going to say, I think both are very important. And I think the general idea here is we want to destigmatize mental health and make sure that uh, they feel comfortable. So, whichever is best for that person at that particular moment is uh, what would happen. I hope that answers your question.
3: Um, yeah, it does. sorry. Oh, this is Jules again. Sorry. I'm happy to uh, kind of add on to this a little bit if that's okay, um, which is. Uh, that uh, one of the challenges that we were seeing is that a lot of students weren't um, uh, like feeling welcomed or even like knew about the services offered at wellness centers. Um, and so kind of uh, we wanted to figure out a way for students to feel engaged um, in their mental health and have kind of practitioners come to them um, instead of them having to seek out care. Um, so it's also one of the reasons um, for these as well. So it's kind of another one of the outcomes. Um, and to kind of echo what Jason was saying, Um, that each school is different right and they have kind of different uh students at different schools might have different needs for either social emotional kind of learning or educational stuff and so that might be kind of a school-by-school uh based decision Um, thanks
2: are there any other Questions or comments from commissioners seeing none, um, I want to just double check with members of the youth
0: council here that you are asking for, um, the commission's approval. Of the resolution, um, is that correct? Okay, I have a nod. Okay, cool. Um, so before we get to that vote, um, I'll ask, is there any public comment on this item?
1: Um, I'm checking to see, um, or at least I will check to see if there's anyone in the queue. If you would like to speak and have not already done so, please press star 3 or raise your hand in the app. There are no public commenters.
4: Sure. Then. Yes. Are we passing this on a first reading or is this is yes. that the goal? Okay. So
0: because this is a presentation, I believe we can pass it on the first reading.
4: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
0: Of course. Okay. Well see. no public comment, public comment is now closed. Um is there a motion on this
2: item?
4: Uh Balker Plumber, motion to approve.
2: Commissioner Shaw, a second. Thank you. Commissioner Barker Plummer motions to
0: approve the resolution seconded by Commissioner Shaw. Staff, can we please take a roll call vote?
1: Yes. Um, Commissioner Tanaka? Aye. Commissioner Tanaka? Aye. Commissioner Zhu?
2: Aye. Commissioner Zhu? Aye. Commissioner Oyagata? Um Commissioner uh, Pimentel Aye Commissioner Pimentel aye Commissioner Newen Aye
1: Commissioner Newen aye Commissioner Shaw Aye Commissioner Shaw Aye Commissioner Barker Plummer
4: Aye
1: Commissioner Barker Plummer Aye Uh Commissioner whom We got cheese. Aye Commissioner Whom Aye Chair Zhang. Aye. Choosing I. Um Commissioner Oyagata. Aye. Okay, Commissioner Oyagata I. So there are um nine eyes and zero nose. Great um, congratulations. This
0: item is passed, or the resolution is approved. Um, so, again, thank you to the district 7 youth council for the time that you've put into this. Um, thank you to Jason, Jen, Jules um, for coming and presenting to us today. Um, yeah, and with that being said, um, we will now move on to the next item. So staff, can you please call item 7?
1: Item number 7 is the presentation um, from sharp, which is sexual harassment, assault, response and prevention.
0: Thank you Um, so today we have a presentation from the office of sexual harassment, assault, response and prevention or sharp Um, just as a quick like warning um for commissioners there will be discussions around sexual harassment and assault um so just wanted to put that out there um if at any time you would like a break or need to step away that's totally understandable um but with that being said I will pass it to the presenters here today thank you so much for being here
10: thank you so much commissioners it's really nice to be here thank you so much for having us um we are excited to come back I know we we met some of you about a year ago when we presented a little bit about our office and we're excited to be here again to just um, update you on some of the work we've been doing and then also we've um, been really excited and lucky that a lot of our community a lot of the community in San Francisco have been asking our office to focus more on youth work and so we're thrilled um that that's the direction that we are going to be able to to move towards and we want to be in community and in collaboration with you all as much as possible um we have a powerpoint presentation um is that something that we should share or i emailed it to um alyssa somera earlier today
5: sorry i did was not ready
2: I can um, share those in a second. Thank you. Wonderful, thank you so much. Okay, so
10: we are from the Office of Sexual Harassment and Assault, Response and Prevention. Um, We're housed in the Human Rights Commission and we have been in existence for about um, two and a half, almost three years now.
5: So next slide. The Office
10: of SHARP works to ensure that survivors are believed, responded to, and treated with dignity by city government when voicing their experience of sexual violence. We advocate for survivors in navigating the current response systems, and we work with community to transform and create new system approaches to addressing and ending sexual violence. The Office of SHARP envisions a San Francisco with no incidents of sexual assault or harassment. Should it occur, we envision a San Francisco with a variety of accessible options that a survivor can choose from to address their harm and healing process. Each approach working to end the immediate violence, as well as the conditions in which
5: it
2: was able to occur. Um, Next slide, please.
10: So a little bit about um, me, and then after I after I present, um, Dulce is going to introduce herself as well. Um, so my name is Kelly Lou Densmer. I'm the director of the office, and um, before coming to SHARP, served as the legal director at the Transgender, Gender Variant, Intersex Justice Project, um, which is a San Francisco-based organization working with incarcerated trans people, um, primarily Black trans women. It's led um, by almost an all-Black trans staff. And so a lot of my, besides my personal experience as a survivor of sexual violence, um, a lot of my understandings around the way that um, sexual violence gets gets um, discussed and handled within the systems in our society, um, I learned directly from um, the work at TGI Justice Project. Um, Other than that, I have a background in the law, um, which has been really very helpful in this office. And then um, I'm also a fellow of what was once called the Women's Policy Institute. Now they're called the Solis Policy Institute. Um, And in my free time, I love to bake for my loved ones and give
2: them lots of treats. Next slide, please.
11: My name is Garcia. I use she and her pronouns, and I am the policy director for the Office of Sharp. Um, I am. I was formerly a certified rape crisis counselor. I worked for seven years at SF4, which is San Francisco Women Against Rape, the only local rape crisis center here in San Francisco, um, and I serve them as their bilingual community education consultant. So I would do workshops at high schools with youth and organizations that serve youth and other uh, marginalized communities that are highly impacted by sexual violence. Um, and so I have this commitment to serve uh, underrepresented and underserved communities through an anti-oppression framework. So this idea that in order to end sexual violence, we must end our forms of oppression. Um, so all the isms and all the phobias that exist in our society. Um, and so I'm excited. I also just recently became an alumni of the Solis Policy Institute with Kelly Lu here locally in San Francisco. And um, I am a board member for the National Center for Lesbian Rights. And in my free time, I like to uh, perform with bachata and the salsa in a queer and trans organization. So um, I also identify as as a survivor. And so this work is very um, important to me and I'm excited to share more about our work um, that we have going on at SHARP. Next slide, please. So, here are some of our focus. Uh, We focus on advocacy, policy, and prevention. Our advocacy, which will go more in depth about our complaint process, is that we do receive complaints from survivors um, concerning the ways that city agencies have responded or failed to respond to their incidents of sexual violence. And so we do advocate for those survivors who um, request advocacy um, in helping them navigate city agencies um, and help them resolve these complaints that they may have of you know whatever barriers or challenges they are facing in, try to, in trying to access city services. Um, and so our policy work is not just to address the complaints that are coming in from survivors, but also create system changes within these city agencies so that survivors don't face the barriers and challenges that they're facing, right? So we have a um, a survivor-led community coalition that we'll talk about in a bit, um, as well as our advisory committee that helps recommend new meaningful policies that can provide support and resources for survivors of sexual violence um, within and without the criminal legal system. Legal systems, And we work with existing city response systems to address sexual harassment and assault um, with dignity, safety, and professionalism. And finally, we focus on prevention. So we collaborate with community partners. We have the Gender-Based Violence Prevention Collective, um, and we engage with the public around um, public education, so we host various events, um, specifically during Sexual Assault Awareness Month, um, so, to educate the community um, and start to shift the culture in San Francisco um, towards one that is uh, without sexual violence. Next slide.
10: I'm gonna- Talk briefly about our complaint process. Um, we currently have 3 complaint forms. So 3 ways that someone can file a complaint with us. The 1st, 1 is anonymous and that is just for anybody to write in about their experience. If they tried to use city services after, um, after experiencing violence, um, and then, um want to share with us their experience but don't necessarily want to give their name and um, that's really helpful for us still um, because then Dulce and I can track what the issues are and like what kinds of barriers and what kind of treatment survivors are receiving. Um, The second form is exactly the same as the first one but it um, is the survivor complaint and advocacy form and that form you do put your name on it and um, the survivor Meets with us and we create a tailored plan for what the need is of the survivor and um, how we can best advocate for that person. So we're directly advocating for um, the survivors who complete the second form, and then the third form we call um, we it's called our we honor your decision to not report. Tell us more, and we understand that the majority of survivors of sexual violence do not report their. Um, did not report the harm that has been caused to them, and we know this is from a variety of reasons, whether it's because of cultural reasons or you don't trust the government or you don't trust um, government agencies such as the police, um, or maybe it's like you know a lot of people who experience sexual violence if somebody um, the harm is caused by somebody that you know really well, so you don't um, you don't know how to navigate or you don't want to navigate. Um, reporting based on somebody from your community or your family. So, the third compl- complaint form um, tells us why you choose not to report. And again, it helps Dulce and I track the patterns of what the needs are of survivors so that we can come up with new systems and new support, um, new ways of supporting survivors of sexual assault. Um, next com- Next slide, please. So the purpose of the sharp, I already just said this, but I'm going to read it. (laughs) The purpose of the sharp complaint process is for us to know how city agencies have not addressed the needs of survivors and to help survivors navigate. We also want to understand the barriers. That survivors face when accessing services and what the community needs are outside of the criminal justice system. Next slide. slide. So a few examples of um, why someone would file a complaint with our office. Um, So you someone might have experienced sexual harassment by a city employee. Um, Somebody may need um, are facing issues around safety in city maintained housing. Someone might not know that they might have questions and wanna know the status of their case with the district attorney's office. Um, someone may experience insensitive medical exams after sexual assault. Someone could be misgendered by staff at, at a city agency. Um, someone could um, experience a lack of follow-up by a police investigator or not being believed. Um, and then someone could be experiencing barriers when they try to access services. So someone could go to a city agency and maybe, um. The, they don't have a form in the language that the person speaks or public transportation is really hard to navigate to go to the destination of the service or, um, you know, it's not wheelchair accessible or there's no way to, to contact that agency with, if you don't have a phone or internet or a mailing address. So those are also things that we wanna know um, so that we can help the city provide the most accessible and best services to our community members. Next slide.
11: So part of the policy and prevention work that we do is through our Gender-Based Violence Prevention Collective. And our mission for this collective is that we are a group of organizations and advocates from across San Francisco focused on collaborating to end the cycle of sexual violence and trauma in our city. We deeply value education, relationships and community and intergenerational knowledge. Therefore, we center the voices of those most affected by uplifting their expertise and solutions as change makers. We do this work by prioritizing healing-centered events, sharing best practices, creating policy, and using a transformative justice model. And so this is a collective that has been meeting for a little over a year um, on every fourth Monday of the month from 11 a.m. to 1230. We are skipping a meeting this month, but we invite folks to join us in July. Um, You can register at the bit.ly link in the bottom. And so we're excited because one of the things that this collective is focusing on for the fall is that we are going to be hosting, um, like a youth-centered event that is going to focus on healing for youth, but also education for adults, um, and youth providers, um, and so we are working on doing workshops for them on on how to be better allies in supporting youth who are survivors of gender-based violence, and then the focus for the youth will be more on healing activities um, that, you know, center their voices and their needs. And so this is something that we would love to invite you all to collaborate with us if you have any um, insights or want to be a part of the planning process um, and, you um, yeah, we would love to at least be able to have your co-sponsorship for, for this upcoming event in the fall. So please um, let us know if you're interested or if you have any suggestions or um, anything else that that can be of, of insight for us. And really this big event was um, kind of came out of the walkouts that were happening at the end of the year around sexual violence in the schools and so that's um, this is one of the way that we're, we're responding to the demands that youth are having. Next slide, please. We also have an advisory committee. So our advisory advisory committee consists of um San Francisco Women Against Rape, Kuav, um, various transgender serving um, communities, uh Project Survive at City College, um, Women Inc., etc. And so um we meet with them every other month and, and they Hold us accountable, they help us guide the work that we're doing, make sure that we're, um, you know, thinking about things correctly and, and moving in the right direction. That is, again, centering the voices of those that we hear from the least um, in our community. Next slide. And we wanted to share this event that we hosted during Sexual Assault Awareness Month this past April. Um, We had an event called Our Future, Our Voices, and it was a conversation between San Francisco youth on the impacts of gender-based violence. We were very lucky to work with um, a group of interns from Mission High School, as well as um, youth from Chinese Progressive Association. Um, and we have this amazing panel that's recorded and will be on our website very soon. Um, and so we just wanted to make y'all aware of it in case it's something that you wanna share with, with folks. Um, and this is just an example of the way that we're centering the voices of youth in the work that we're doing. Next slide, please.
10: Um, I also will say that the the event is currently it's not on our website yet, but it is currently on our Facebook page if you want to watch it. Um and it was a really powerful conversation and we're taking a lot of what was said in that conversation to help us um take our next steps, including the day that Dulce described um, um like education and tools for youth. Um, And then we wanted to share with you, this was another project that our youth outreach workers worked on this um, past spring. They did a lot of communications for our office, including a social media takeover. Um, So, please check out our Facebook and um, Instagram accounts. We're on Instagram. We're sharp underscore SF. And um, on Facebook, if you just search for SHARP or Office of Sexual Harassment and Assault Response and Prevention, you will find us. Um, and we, we pro- try to provide as much information and, um, you know, our thoughts on current events. And also, um, as you can see from these photos, information on survivors who inspire us and how they've done, how they've navigated their worlds and how they're doing activism now. Um, so please check us
5: out, learn more about us. Next page, please. Oh, and that is the end. Um, we and I are available for any and all questions. Thank you so much
0: to both of you for presenting, um, to the youth commission. Um, I will like. Open it up for commissioners to have any comments or questions, but quickly before that, um, is could you quickly reiterate any asks or very specific asks you have for us? Um, 1 of which I heard was for our co-sponsorship for the event you'll be hosting later this year. Um, yeah. So if there is anything else, like please feel free.
11: Yeah, we're in the very initial stages of planning this event, so we're definitely. Um, I think some direct ask that we have is either, if you all can share our flyer of the Gender-Based Violence Prevention Collective with folks, especially youth that would be interested, would be interested in um, planning this event, because we definitely can can use more of um, that kind of people power in planning the event, Um, even if it's just a very specific area that someone's interested in. Um, Another direct ask is, the asking the Youth Commission to help us co-sponsor this event so that we can have a wider reach um, with you know attendees once we have a date and you know once we have all those details uh, settled in and we're happy to come back if once that's done if that's easier in asking for the co-sponsorship. Um, but as of now and then to you know follow us on Instagram and social media and share share with folks to encourage them to follow us as well. Anything else, Kalila?
10: I think you, thats all. Every yeah, you said it all. Great. Um,
0: I mean, we will discuss, but I am like pretty sure we'd be able to share this flyer via social media. Um, as for like co-sponsorship, could you go into more detail as to like what that might look like in terms of commitment, um, and responsibilities of the commission?
11: Yeah, the way that we um, like to see our co-sponsors partake in our event is that there's a commitment to recruiting, like, let's say for this event, like, that you're going to, you know, invite. 30 people, so that 10 of them actually show up to the event. So I think it's just really helping with the outreach of, of getting people to the event. Um, you know, either through like social media or like making announcements in your classrooms and make you know posting flyers throughout um, places that are frequented by by you know youth. Um, and so it's just really like encouraging folks to attend the event. Um, and I' am not sure of other things, Kelly first, for. Sponsorship, but that's the main one for me,
10: yeah, that's baseline and then if you want to be more involved, we welcome, like, maybe if, like, the youth youth commission wants to host a panel or an activity, like, we welcome that kind of participate participation also. Um, so things to think about again, like they said, we're in the very beginning stages. So, um, the the program is our oyster if you will <laughs> at this moment so any thoughts or um if you're like you know i saw this really cool art exhibit put on by my classmate um you know like you can help us con- like connect us to someone like that um or you know like i know of this really cool resource please make sure you have it printed on hand the day out you know we're open to all the suggestions
0: Thank you so much for answering my questions
2: um commissioners. I will open it up to y'all I mean, I can break the ice,
4: but okay um the The only thing I would add is uh, about your community event. I'd love to have the youth commission co-host it and um share it. Uh I'm just interested in hearing more from survivors and from young people across San Francisco as to what we can do and what actionable things the city can do. Um so that's sort of my main interest and something that I as a youth commissioner would like to sort of see come from this is just like hear those experiences and see, you know, what specific actions we can take um on the youth commission and for the city as a whole. Uh particularly to support I know with the um sexual assault and harassment situation at SFUSD with the walkouts earlier this year. I think that's definitely an issue I'm and i sure others would like to focus on as well.
10: Thank you for that comment. Yeah, we definitely, we thought those walkouts were really powerful and important and we don't want, we know there was a whole list of demands that came out of them and we don't want those to just disappear. Um, We're really dedicated to making sure that The demands get met and that those kinds of conversations continue. So, um, thank you so much for saying that.
2: Are there any other questions or comments from commissioners? We'll and I are also available
10: um, by email or we can leave our office phone number um, if anyone has questions later or or wants to get in touch with us at any time.
0: Yes, I believe the slides will be available in, well, they are available on our agenda, but as well as in the minutes that will come out in a few days. Um, So if commissioners want to reach out, um, you will find their contact information there. Um, So with that being said, um we can take motions um to be a co-sponsor um for this event um we can wait for a later time or we can have a motion to not um i'm just laying that out for commissioners um so are there any motions on the table
1: for clarification do we need to do public comment
0: Oh, apologies. Um, yes, we should do public comment. Okay. Um, are there any members of the public who wish to comment on this item of the agenda?
10: You have no public commenters, madam chair.
0: Okay, thank you. Um, seeing no public comment, public comment is now
2: closed. Um, now I will ask if there are any motions on the table.
4: I think it might make more sense for us to once there's a little bit more of an established date and time. Officially co-sponsor, um. Chair, is there anything that we should do about that now, or do we just wait until.
2: Um,
0: I don't think so. So, in this situation. Um, unless other commissioners feel. Differently, please speak up now if you do. Um, but if the overall consensus is that we should wait, um, there would be no action taken on this item and, um, we'll just be sure to have staff, um, reach out in a little bit to, yeah, double check. And then also, if y'all want to reach out again, when you have a more confirmed date, um, I'm sure commissioners here would love to support.
10: Yeah, well, thank you so much. We're happy to come back when we have more information.
8: Great.
0: Absolutely. Thank, Thank you. you
10: so much. Thank
8: you
0: for, for having us. Of course. All right, um, so that presentation has come to a close staff. Can you please call item 8?
1: Yeah, um, <clears throat> item 8 is um, item number 8 is committee reports from the executive committee, including legislative affairs, community outreach and general committee update.
2: Okay, um starting with executive committee LAO um commissioner hum
3: Oh, this is commissioner hum. I got nothing to report.
2: Thank you. Um comms so
0: commissioner Win.
8: Hi, this is Emily. Um so recently, we haven't been making any posts since the YC application just closed a few days ago. But um, we did talk with Alondra and Josh about potentially making a post about Youth Commission campaign history, just so people can know a little bit more about the work we do. And with the recent accomplishment with Free Mini for All Youth, we thought it would be good to get that information out on our Instagram. So um, in the next few days, Gabby and I will connect sometime and be working together on the Free Mini for All Youth posts and the vote sixteen posts. But um our schedules haven't been aligning recently,
2: but we will get that done sometime in the next two weeks. Yeah, probably in the next two weeks. Great.
0: Thank you, Emily. Um and next we have general committee updates. Um staff, do you wanna go first? Or I can yeah you on the facilitator's guide I have um notes from a conversation with clerk and staff
2: so if y'all want to go into that feel free never mind I just opened the link
0: and I see that this is from March so moving on um I guess the only general committee update we can add is um commissioners
2: love and like fully Foley. Sorry, I was trying to go through my notes. Um Commissioner
0: Love and Foley both have brought up that they may not be able to um well, they have reached their, um, limit of unexcused absences, um, and that's absences without notice or 72 hours notice. Um, and because of that, as per the bylaws, their resignations or discussion of their resignation is now up on the table, unfortunately. Um, and so I just wanted to give you all a heads up that that will probably be on vote at the next. Um, full youth commission meeting, um, but if anyone else has something to add. With general executive
2: committee updates, um, please feel free to share it now. Okay, um, hearing none. Staff, can you please call item
1: nine? Is there no public comment on committee report?
0: I don't. I don't wait. Oh, I don't know if we have to call public comment on this. You You any... have
1: to take public comment oh. on every item on the agenda,
5: except for roll call. Uh, but there Got are it. public comments yourself. So. now.
0: Okay, so seeing that public comment is now closed. Thank you for the clarification. Um, staff, can you please call item nine?
1: Yeah, item number nine is a staff reports.
2: You can
1: so I go first, Barbara, and then I can go. Yeah, I can go first. Um, so, I'm going to give more of a legislative update. So, um, I, as the youth development specialist, um, I'm going to be reaching out to um, Supervisor Ronan's and Supervisor Melgar's office to refer legislation. Um, the first one is regarding the hearing on the um, SHSA. Um, Hearing from like SFUSD that has not happened yet. Um, according to, um, what's you know posted online. So I think it would be really important for the Youth Commission to have a conversation, um, regarding this possible hearing in the near future. Um, another um legislation, um, is, sorry, I have it on my phone. (laughs) Um has not been presented yet, but is a charter amendment. Um it is um back on track student success fund charter amendment, which is supporting student academic achievement and social emotional wellness with grants for comprehensive programs for schools that need it the most. Um so we'll be reaching out to Supervisor Ronan's office to um, you know, have that legislation be referred to the youth commission and also. We'll be reaching out to Commissioner um, in Legislative Affairs, Hum, um, um, to further talk about uh, further legislation being referred to the Youth Commission.
2: Joshua, you wanna go next?
12: <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you, Alondra. So I just have a quick update for recruitment. Um, so, as of now, uh, as you all know, the applications closed on June 1st we had um 40 applicants to the youth commission um and those are amongst the 17 positions on the youth commission uh the interviews are starting tomorrow and they will go on until june 23rd um today commissioner uh commissioner applicants got their assigned whoever responded to the, the initial doodle poll got their um basically their assigned interview time and dates um, but if there's any further questions, either for returning of, uh, commissioner applicants applicants, or, um, people who are coming in from. Who are new applicants, uh, if there's any questions, please let us know, um, if there's any other updates in terms of recruitment, we'll be sending those out through email. Um, but until then, uh, we will be doing interviews and then sending it to the board of supervisors to for, uh, their appointments and then once their 1st round is done. The 2nd round is sending it to the mayor's office for citywide at uh, the six citywide position improvements, uh, appointment. Sorry. But, uh, besides that, uh, those are all of my updates. I'll throw it back over to. Blandra. Um,
1: that's
2: it on my end. Um, quick
0: question, do you know how or like when the exact interview times and like link and all that information will
2: be sent? Uh yes. Um,
1: um yes, so we will be um <clears throat> those um who are not returning to the youth commission have been sent out an email regarding um if they would like to participate in the interview process. Once you confirm that you want to participate, we will be inviting you to all the interviews, um, which is from starting at 9 a.m. all the way to almost 6 p.m. You accept or decline the calendar invite so we know if you will be in attendance at that interview.
0: Cool. Thank you for the clarification.
1: Um,
2: Do other commissioners have questions? Feel free to ask. Okay. Um if not, staff can you please call item ten? I don't believe there's anyone in the queue for for public comment. No, there is no
5: public commenters.
2: Okay. Yeah, so seeing no public comment, public comment is now closed. <laughs> staff, can you please call item 10?
1: Yes. Um Item number ten is announcements, including community events
0: Um, so if commissioners or staff have any announcements, district events, calls to actions, webinars, um please feel free to share it now
2: Um, oh yeah, oh, go ahead, no, you go first, okay, just one quick thing.
0: um, so the m line like muni train um is having a survey if you ride the m um or know people who do please share with them like this survey link i will have it available i mean i can send it to you all via email um but it will be available on like instagram like my personal instagram and the youth commission instagram as well as twitter um so please keep an eye out for that it's really important that like that line specifically is safe. Um, and so like Muni, the MTA is doing some, yeah, like survey stuff so that they can fix the line. Um, just wanted to put that out there. Sorry, Commissioner Wynne, feel free to
2: share.
8: No, you are all good. Um, I just wanted to say, so Supervisor Melgar, she started the Ocean Avenue Mobility Task Force a few months ago. Um, or actually, not a few months ago, like last summer, but it feels like a few months ago. Um, but anyways, she started that last summer, and she is working with the SFCTA just to develop a safer street plan for Ocean Avenue. So that's like um, the street where City College is is on, and the street where Lick is on. Um, so the task force has been convening like once every few months, and the next step that we are taking is we're having a virtual town hall. Um, on June 15th at 6pm so where constituents um, who live near Ocean Avenue can come and voice their opinions so um, there's a flyer for that and I can send that to everyone through email if you guys could maybe repost it on your um, personal Instagrams just to spread the word about the event because I don't think much outreach has been done for it before and um, we can also post um both the m survey and the youth commission i mean and the town hall on the youth commission instagram um to promote them so if you guys could either promote them through your personal instagrams or just promote them through whatever we post on the youth commission
2: instagram that would be great thank you commissioner win um does anyone else have announcements they would like to share Okay, well seeing none,
0: um is there any public comment on this item? Seeing no public comment, public comment is now closed. Staff, can you please call item
2: eleven? Um item eleven is adjournment. This
0: meeting is adjourned at 626 p.m. Thank you everyone for coming. Yay! And Thank you so much, Alondra, for clerking.
2: That was great. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Hi, everyone.